This episode of Fuel for the Soul is powered by ASICS. Head over to ASICS.com and sign up for a one ASICS account. It's completely free, and when you sign up, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase. You'll also gain access to exclusive colorways on ASICS.com, free standard shipping, special birthday month discounts, and more. Thomas with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Featherstone Nutrition. A.K.A. Feathers, A.K.A. Spectator Supreme, A.K.A. Emma Jane Bates, number one fan, uh, also loves hugging Allie Feller, and Megan Murray, who is sitting next to me. Feathers. Mm-hmm. Allie hugs. <laughs> you just recapped a- Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was there our Chicago go. recap. There we go. Done. I, done. I have to say, before we get started, was that not the Twilight Zone? Like in the in that room. So we ended up in a room interviewing Emma Bates after the Chicago Marathon with cocktails, and it turned into a, a pretty much a evening of partying in in a hotel suite with Kafuzi, Emma Bates, Steve. Finley of uh, Bandit. We had Allie Feller. Allie Feller. Megan Featherston. Megan Featherston. And we had the uh, head of athlete relations for ASICS in there. I'm going to leave his name blank because he wants to stay anonymous. But, like, what a crazy room. And some stuff went down. It was insane. And a lot of it, it had nothing to do with nutrition, which is why you tuned into this podcast. <laughs> It was pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. Like, you couldn't, like, recreate that dynamic or scenario if you tried or planned it. It was just so, like, organic, and it was so much fun. And, yeah, it was a nice. I looked around the room at one point. I go, how did, how did this happen? Right? This is re- like, ridiculous. Like, how did you land here? The girls were all affirming each other and giving hugs and high fives, and yeah. love was in the air. It was nice. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit, we'll do a little quick chat through um, some Chicago stuff, but mostly answering listener questions about race day fueling. Yeah, if you want a full wrap up on Chicago, you probably tune into our other podcast. I I don't think Megan wants to do it twice. The drop, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But before we even talk about Chicago, we have to talk about our sponsor for this week's episode Outside of ASICS, who is our title sponsor and always with us, um, Kodiak is back for this episode. Yeah. So what's going on? Because I saw somebody did a, a cookie recipe with their oatmeal, which has protein in it. So these got to be these cookies got to be good for you. Right. Exactly. I was listening to our Berlin recap as I was, you know, doing my stretching post run this morning. And I was like, oh, yeah, we said we were going to do recipes with these. So sure enough, you know, we just made some cookies alongside breakfast this morning. I just took two packs of the banana oatmeal. The banana? The banana nut one. Yeah. Okay. And then I just mashed up a banana, mixed in an egg with a little bit of peanut butter, dumped in the two packets put in some chocolate chips, baked them. They were delightful, very delightful. So like high protein, high fiber, delicious cookie. How come eggs, when you add them to cookie stuff, they don't taste like scrambled eggs, it tastes like cookie? (laughs) Okay, so a little food science lesson for you here, Thomas. The egg is actually the binder 
in baked goods. So if you don't add eggs, things like fall apart and crumble. So the egg is literally like just kind of keeper? holding everything together. Trapper keeper is the egg. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just right, like I that. like that. I mean, everything sounds good that you put, put into the cookie. So yeah. It, now you can kind of extrapolate because you know like all the science and stuff. So you use the peak oatmeal, which already has protein in it. And you ended up what what how much protein is in one of those cookies then? Because you're putting peanut butter so, protein. It, yeah. Protein. It made eight cookies, so it would be seven grams ish in a little cookie. They weren't big. So yeah, pretty I good. mean it's pretty balanced. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's really good. And it worked wonderfully. Like it tasted great. Like it tasted more like a banana bread chocolate cookie, you know? Like it wasn't like crisp like a cookie, obviously, because we're putting pico meal in it. But it was delightful. I loved it. Sloan loved it. Smith took a look of it, look at it, and started pouting because he thought I was making the um, just like regular chocolate chip cookies, and he didn't like <laughs> that there was chia seeds and oats showing. And so I was like, "Sorry, bud." Damn it, Smith! Get with the program. He didn't even try it, so we can't. I know. We can't let him judge these cookies. Yeah. No. Yeah. But that sounds like a good thing to like be able to have for post workout when like we always talk mm-hmm. about like when you have to get the kids to school or you have to kind of like you're on a quicker s- turnaround schedule that sounds like a great thing to have just sitting around that you can pop in mm-hmm. you don't have to like jump in the shower do whatever you got to do instead of having to boil the water put in the oatmeal stuff exactly and i made them in 12 minutes while i was packing the kids lunches so wow. I mean, it just fit into the morning wait the whole <laughs> thing with the bacon and everything was 12 minutes yeah, pretty much. It was like 10 minutes to That's cook ridiculous. them and like two minutes to whip them up. Yeah, it was super easy. All right, Add do you think we're going to have to put this recipe on Believe in the Run and Featherston Nutrition? I think All we right. should pop it up on yours. Because yeah. what were you going to do for your cookies, Maeve? I mean, something probably really similar. So if it's not almost exactly like that, it'll be something real close. All right, Maybe. we're going to probably film that this weekend at our yeah. house. So, But that will this will already be out by then. Um, perhaps. Yeah. No. Every two weeks this comes out, so we'll see. I mean, no, we'll already have the cookies. Oh, yes. Yeah. You could sure. do, like, a different flavor cookie, too. I mean, we have lots right. of flavor options here, guys. Maple. You know what? Yeah. I think we should do maple with little bacon bits. Ooh. Oh. Nope. Not into that. Not maple into that bacon cookies? Nope. Mm. Not me. I mean, no if you think that's a good idea. Well, luckily, I'm the one who's making these, so <laughs> I can make the decisions, and that will not be included. Maple peanut butter doesn't sound good. All right, whatever. Okay. We're going to figure it out, but if you More guys to want to get some of this delicious um, peak oatmeal, you can go to kodiakcakes.com slash B-I-R. That will get you 20% off of their peak oatmeal bundle, which comes with all three of the flavors that we love. So that's the maple... Banana nut. And blueberry and cream. Is it blueberry cream? Berries and cream or something, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's really good. If you don't want like to turn it all. into cookies, just eating it by itself with the 20 grams of protein, it's delightful. Well, I like I like the oatmeal with a little moat of milk around it and then eat that up. Okay. It helps mm-hmm. it get it down. However you like your oatmeal. It's delicious. Do you, do you know what I found interesting about Chicago, though? How many people have adopted feathers for you? Yeah, I'm definitely like there was a lot stuck. of feathers. Yeah. And I'm like, it's working. Yeah. Especially when I'm with you guys. Like, it's always feathers. I like it. Yeah. It's working. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, fuel for nutrition. No, Featherston Nutrition. <laughs> I saw people all over the place that were Featherston Nutrition. 
Yeah, the one thing that I just keep kind of reflecting on is, you know, I was there running Chicago last year, so it's literally been one year that I can compare that experience to, and I'm like, geez, like, life has just really skyrocketed, you know, like, I couldn't get down to the Walgreens and back without multiple pit stops and people chatting, which I love, I absolutely love, but I was like, wow, life has really changed in a year. (laughs) And I can tell you, I saw the look on Megan's face. If you are curious or want to ever meet Megan, say hello on the street or take a photo with you were feeding off that energy you loved it i love it, like, it oh great. i love it yeah like how so, can you not when people come up to you and they're like i did your carb load you. and got a 19 minute pr like exactly. not only am i excited that you did carb loaded but i'm so excited you just got a 90 minute pr and you're sharing that with me you know so yeah it it's like, just so exciting. my shit works you yeah. <laughs> 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 they bought yeah. onto it no i'm kidding oh thanks god um, yeah, but it, it was fun to watch. It was fun to see you get some energy for it. Um, and it was nice that we didn't have to run while Megan did. I know. We were we master spectators. We were really good. I We were telling my mom, like, I saw you guys five times out on the course, which is definitely yeah. more than I've ever seen, like, the same person out on a course ever, which was so nice for me. Um, and Tim Rossi said we were everywhere. Yeah. He's like, you guys were everywhere. We were at like one and a half, three, 14, 17, and the finish. And we got there yeah. right as Safan Hassan had won. Like, right. Like, we barely. We were missed. hearing it yeah. on the, yeah. 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 So then we got to see all the American women and you finish. Yeah. Very, very cool. You're my yeah. favorite American woman. Um, thanks. <laughs> I American will, like, woman. we were saying earlier, I'm going to do a full recap on the drop. So I won't yeah. do that here, but yeah. I will. No, a couple things Maybe your nutrition. of the nutrition. Yeah. yeah. So my carb load, I was not soup and I usually am never very like perfect with it. I'm not measuring stuff out. Like I try and make sure that I'm increasing my carb intake, reducing my fat and protein intake uh, for at least the two days before, mm-hmm. which I did find. Um, I didn't find myself like super hungry so I was kind of like forcing to drink some more and eat a little bit more just because I didn't feel very hungry beforehand but I didn't feel like I didn't get an adequate amount of carbs because I felt fine on race morning um and then I will say I went out at an effort that was beyond my abilities (laughs) and so I found that I needed to take my Morton gels in sooner as well, kind of like you did in Berlin. Mm -hmm. So I took one caffeinated 10 minutes before the start and I actually took my second Morton gel around 24 minutes, I think it was, 23, 24 minutes. Um, And I was already at like four and a half miles at that point and I was like, I'm ready for another gel, (laughs) which normally is the complete opposite. I'm normally having to force myself every 30 minutes to be like, you have to take this now. And this was the first time in a race where I was like, is it time yet? Can I take another one? And so I ended up taking six gels Which down. is the most you've ever taken during yeah. a race. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome. But f- and I think the last one was around mile 22. Um, and I needed every single one. And I, I think it's the only reason that I was able to sustain the paces I did, even though I slowed a lot. Um, it, I definitely think the fueling, and I also carried a handheld with my scratch for the first 18 or 19 miles. I think I kept it that whole time. Wow. Um, because it was a cool day, I didn't feel like I needed a ton of hydration. And I also just didn't want to throw it away until it was completely empty. And so Smart. I held on to it until uh, like 18 or 19, wow. which I think was 
really important. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, now you didn't end up hitting your your big goal. Sure didn't. But <laughs> you still got a PR for the day. Yeah. It, no, it just does go to prove how important the nutrition aspect of this is because I think without it, I I would have crumbled out there. Like mm-hmm. I I knew I was in over my head at, at halfway and. Oh wait, tell you got PRs in the five k and the half. <laughs> And um, a 10K, right? Well, no, because if you, I've run a sub 60 10 miler, which would probably trump all of those. But the half marathon that I ran the first half of Chicago in was certainly a half marathon PR. So that is always exciting when you're running a full marathon. Can, can you say what the time was like Emma Bates does? Uh, 79 minutes. Yeah, we were talking yes. about how <laughs> if you're really fast, you, you, your half is in minutes, not in, minutes. in like. Hour twenty. I love it. Seventy nine minutes. Yeah. And for anyone who might be listening and missed Meg's performance, she finished in two forty five oh two. So pretty impressive. Ooh, that two seconds could have been cool. (laughs) I know. Well, to my defense, I like Megan. I I wasn't looking at my watch, but towards the end, I was like, well, what if I'm like on the edge of a? Because I didn't know if I was running. A two forty or a two fifty at that point. I was like, I'm somewhere in that. You said range. you thought you were running like seven to eight minute miles. At the end, at I the was end. like, this is probably seven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just didn't want to look because I was like, that makes it real. And so um, at the end, I just looked at my overall elapsed time, and it said two forty four fifty, and I had like. I was right at the finish line. And so when I stopped my watch, it actually said 244, 57, or 58. And so I thought I had done it. No, but I love the message about fueling a little earlier when our intensity is higher. I think that's something everybody can kind of take away from this too. The higher intensity, the more carbohydrates we're torching. Meg is very in tune with her body. So she noticed like, oh, I need some carbs, right? To be able to sustain that intensity. So I think, you know, that's perfect that you took them earlier. I think you're right. If it's not even high intensity, if you feel it, if you start thinking about a gel, Mm -hmm. like if you start thinking, oh, I could use a little energy or a little pop, Mm -hmm. take it then. It doesn't matter if it hasn't been a half Mm -hmm. an hour or 40 minutes. Just do it then. It's better to front load than than to worry about it. And then you can always grab if they have something on course, Mm -hmm. you're worried about it later, you can always grab something else. Yeah, which is perfect. Definitely. Like and it, malort, it, it like is, a, no, not malort. Like a it is, um, it is interesting. I, you know, Thomas always talks about how when he would take a caffeine or something, he feels like an instant, like yeah, felt better, like he had more energy. It definitely took like fifteen minutes for the gels, the caffeinated or non-caffeinated, to hit. But I felt like it was like fifteen minutes after I would take a gel, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I feel like okay, I feel like this is sustainable. And I mm-hmm. didn't put it together until after the race, but that was clearly like the carbs mm-hmm. hitting and feeling like, mm-hmm. okay, I've got this. I right. tried to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> Told you so, yeah. he said. Yeah. <laughs> this guy over here. Right. Um, so wait, did you tell everybody what you used to fuel? Morton gels. So and then in your water bottle? And scratch. Okay. Yeah. Did you drink water on course to supplement the scratch? I did, which I realized I didn't drink any water until after I tossed my bottle at 18 or 19. But I also realized how out of practice I was with getting the water out of those cups. And I was like, how are people doing this? And it was all over my face. And I I was like, I don't even think I got any water this time. I was a mess. I picture like a Will Ferrell scene. That's it. With you. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's you know it. that wine when he's in the car? Yeah. Like that, 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 was, that was me trying to drink water. <laughs> At least it was just water. Like, you know, so curious, so you switched to water after the, you didn't want to try the um, Gatorade Endurance? Um, I think I might have tried one and it was very thick and I was like, nope. Not doing that again. All right. Wait, did I, did I ever tell you that I had clients that carry a straw? <laughs> That's weird. They cut Wait, it so and it's short. Just... And literally just, like, it's not the worst idea. It sounds That's not ridiculous. A bad idea. But yeah, I found that out. I was like, wow. And that, like, it wouldn't be that hard. You'd just, like, drop your straw and pinch it and just, yeah. like, and then toss it. Well, keep your straw, but. I know. Yeah, it I just know, looks Thomas. like I know you're smoking the whole time. You got this little straw. <laughs> Stick it water. down your sports bra. Like, here's my straw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not against this idea. I'm, I'm not either. Into it. Yeah. yeah. So we could we could start a new business. Sports straws. Mm-hmm. And they could just like stick to your like we could have like a Velcro or something and just stick it there and then take it off and. What if? This is too far fetched. <laughs> if your straw also provided carbs, you like ate the straw. <laughs> now that works. Like have have like a little bullet chamber here on your. It's like the cookie cinnamon. straws. Yeah, yeah. They have those. Yeah. I don't or know. you know what? Even be better. It had like a salt lining in it, it's so that when you, yeah. you you suck through it, it would mix it with like a scratch like substance. Oh. So There's so many Damn. ideas here. Don't steal right. them, you guys. Yeah. We're going to call our company It Sucks. <laughs> we are on to something here. All right. I think that's – is there anything else you want to talk about in Chicago? Or no, we, we probably need to okay. answer questions one of these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one's from Tim. It says, I've watched many of your she reviews but just started listening to your Fuel for the Soul podcast. I'm catching up slowly, but the episodes are all too good to skip. This may have been covered in a previous episode, but I'm struggling on finding the balance between a calorie-dense hydration product, like Tailwind or Gnarly, and gels. With those liquid hydration slash nutrition products aimed at being an all-in-one product, is it not advisable to also use gels with it? Would it be better to go with something like Scratch that is low-cal but has decent sodium if I'm pairing it with something like Morton Gels? I love this question question because, Tim, we have so many options of how to fuel our marathon. Way probably too many options than most of us even need. It's like overwhelming fatigue. But the bottom line is we need fluids, salt, sodium, and carbs. So we have a million different ways that we can get that much. So what I would recommend first is like, what are we shooting for? Like how many grams of carbs are we looking for per hour? So we know that like anywhere from like 30 to 80 grams of carbs per hour is typically where most of us land. I try to get people to at least 50. Meg probably got a little more than that in her race. I got like 75 in Berlin, right? So we've got some wiggle room there. So that's the first thing. And then if we want to drink a higher carbohydrate drink for some of that, then we account for that. And maybe we don't need to take as many gels if we're drinking a Morton 320 the first hour, right? So I'll have some people that'll start well, with like a high carb beverage and then switch to gels. What are you going to say? But that, that, that makes me, so is it the potential that if you have too many carbs, like that's the whole thing is that mm-hmm. the, that's why the whole Morton thing mm-hmm. bypasses. If you have too many carbs, whether it's from a drink or gels, it doesn't matter. It'll just be too many carbs. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah, our body okay. can only absorb so many carbohydrates. So typically we have like side effects like nausea or diarrhea if we take too many just because we can't absorb them all. Um, so we definitely don't want too, too many. I think we it takes a, takes a pretty solid strategy to use a high 
carb drink because it's not like we're going to be able to refill that on course usually, right? So typically if we're using a high calorie or carb drink, we're switching to something else at some point so that we can carry it on us easier. So we just want to make sure that we understand what that looks like. Like, like I said, maybe one hour is a higher carb drink and then we switch to gels. But yeah, if we're using a high carb drink, we probably don't need gels on top of it unless we're like sipping that for two hours and then we're putting gels on top. But you know, that takes a lot of strategy. But if you heard what Meg said, she took scratch and Morton's, if you know what I take, Scratch and Morton's, obviously we feel that the secret sauce is, in his words, a little bit lower carbohydrate sports drink with more sodium and then getting our carbs from Morton's. So, I mean, obviously that's Megan I's choice of how to mix those three things. I prefer never second. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's just really what works for Tim, you know, like what does it does he have the ability to grab another bottle from somebody or is he talking about training and like to Thomas's point, he can pack, you know, a ton of tailwind in his pack. Um, but uh, bottom line is we want to make sure we're getting enough grams of carbs per hour. So do a little math and just figure out if your products add up to that and how we kind of need to stack them to make it happen. Yeah. Honestly, if I was on the trails and I was running with a pack, then liquid uh, carbs would be great. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about packaging or anything, and you can just sip through the straw. And you don't even. What I like about the bottle stuff is that you don't. It's not like you have to like pull out a goo, take the entire 110 calories, and then wait another 45 minutes. You can just constantly sip, mm-hmm. constantly have a flow of calories coming in. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Chicago, I was on a panel with another um, dietitian. Um, and we were talking about some of the data that we found from these biowearables of what our blood sugar does during a race. And I had talked before about like, I mentally kind of start to slip when my blood sugar comes down a little bit. So she was saying for a lot of the higher end athletes that she works with that she's recommending that they're sipping more frequently or taking fuel more frequently to try to maintain a blood sugar rather than letting it dip a little bit. So, you know, to your point, Thomas, like, I'm intrigued by this. Like, I don't think I would ever take half a gel. Like, I'm going to finish a gel when I start it. Like, that seems crazy. It's too much of a pain in the ass. Right, (laughs) right. But sipping scratch in the background or sipping, you know what I mean? Or putting, like Megan and I did, gels closer together so that you don't have that dip. And like we talked about with the 160, I said, I'm like, I don't want people going farther between taking gels because it has more carbs, right? Like, I think there's something to this of fueling more frequently throughout versus having big gaps for like optimal performance. And I think, you know, there's not a ton of research on that yet, but I think we're probably going to see just because we have different biowearables to measure this, right? Um, I think we're going to see a little more to that. So don't wait too long between fueling. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I actually, I, I never take the full gel at once. Like I'll take like it probably in like four different increments of like little bits at a time. So it probably takes me like three minutes to take a gel down. Hmm. Like I'm not like, I know what she's talking about. Like I would, I, I have sometimes I'll squeeze some in and put it like, especially if you're breathing heavy Yeah. and you don't it like it, yeah. it does affect your breathing. So yeah. sometimes I'll put it in the side cheek, kind of like let it, mm-hmm. let myself breathe as it kind of like slowly. Right. I think that was, that was, more of it is that yeah. I was running so hard that my breath was more labored than usual. And so I was like, I can't, like, I have to take this in smaller bits yeah. right now. So yeah. I don't die. <laughs> yeah. I always split mine in half. I can't take a full one. Like yeah. I always do it like half and half, but that makes sense. 
All right, let's get to another question here. This one is from Amanda. She said, hello, I recently ran Chicago Marathon, executed Feathers Carve Guide perfectly. It worked like a gem, but my question is how to adapt this to a multi-day race. For example, I'll be running the Dopey Challenge in January, which is a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and a full marathon in four consecutive days. Would any changes need to be made to the current three-day concept? For example, a bit more protein after the half or a higher volume of carbs in the last day. Also, how would the fueling for a half marathon play into the carb count? Thanks for all the wonderful tips and topics. They have been truly transformational. Whew, these dopey challengers. (laughs) Those are wild. Have you guys ever done something like that? No. I know you haven't done that. I mean, we've done stage races. But that's like 20 miles a day, and you're running through mountains, and it's Mm. not like a race. There's no princesses. Yeah. Nobody's wearing costumes. It's a bummer. There's There's no big finish line with confetti. Yeah. So part of it is like, what are we planning on doing in Dopey? Like, are we trying to finish? Are we stopping and taking pictures with characters and walking part of the time? Or are we like literally going out there and seeing how well we can do each day? So that's going to change. I'm guessing she's trying to be competitive because you wouldn't. Let's assume. Like, why would you be as concerned about your carbs if you weren't trying to perform? Perform. Yeah. So taking a step back, we always talk about carb loading is done when we're tapering, right? So those carbs are being stored as glycogen, but while we're carb loading for this, we're also exercising. So what I would recommend is try to start that three-day carb load like before the full event starts. So we're going into that first day, which is a 5K, carb loaded, right? So that we've got those glycogen stores. And then really the goal is trying to like recoup what we just did. So after the 5k, we could probably just get back to pretty regular eating the rest of the day. After the 10k, again, maybe a little bit change in our eating, but then it's the half to the full that I think we need some serious attention in. So a couple different things would be one, we need to probably fuel a little heavier in the half and in the full, just because we know we're going to be more depleted from a glycogen standpoint. So we either need carbs from our gels or carbs from our glycogen. So if we think glycogen's running a little low because we ran half at a full marathon within 24 hours, we need to fuel a little more while we're out there. So that might be something to think about is like carrying extra gels, extra fluids, taking a extra fuel from the course, something like that. Um, and then also obviously the hydration piece. I mean, it's in Florida, even though it's in, I think it's February. Um, it's still hot. It's still humid. So yeah. making sure we recoup the hydration piece is going to be probably as important, if not more important than the carb piece. So just making sure that we're staying on top of both of that. But I honestly, I would carb load before the 5k, keep things kind of steady, the 5k, 10k day. And then it's really that half marathon day into the marathon day that you're going to have to be very strategic about eating enough, drinking enough, enough sodium to really get back for that second one. Well, I'm also thinking if if you do give a hard effort on the um, half marathon, you got to store up some protein after that. Mm-hmm. So True. You would. Like, would you, like, is there is there a meal that you would recommend that would be, like, a ratio of carbs to protein? Like, are we talking spaghetti and meatballs? Are we talking, like, what would, what would be a good post-half, like, recoup meal that would get you ready for the next day? I was actually thinking spaghetti and grilled chicken. <laughs> so okay. you weren't that or far Or salmon off. or whatever. 
Or those Mickey pretzels are like huge down there, the soft pretzels. So like you could slug back a protein shake and eat a Mickey pretzel and then in an hour or two have like a meal, right? So it's like you're really getting after the like glycogen replacement right away with like the pretzel or other carbohydrates and then slam some protein quickly, right? And then sit down and have the pasta or another meal within like an hour or two would probably be ideal. What's the Mickey pretzel? They're these soft pretzels that look like Mickey's head. I've never had one. I just see pictures of them all the time. All right, cool. So the the general idea is that you still, like the carb load is still going to work great, but it's really that half marathon to the marathon day that you just have to be really diligent. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're peaked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't. You got to reload. I think she was asking, like, how do you carb load the day of the 5K and 10K? And, like, I would definitely just end the carb load before that. And then just, rec- you know what I mean? Like, right. rather than trying to, like, also carb load on the 5K and 10K day, just, like, head into that very first day already carb loaded. Yeah. All right. This next question comes from Tracy Watson. She said, hi, I really enjoyed listening to the Fuel for the Soul podcast and have learned so much info. And I'm now trying to put into practice. Quick question for Megan Feathers. If there's no electrolytes on course like in Berlin, is there a way of supplementing without carrying your own bottles? Would salt tabs work with Morton gels and plain water on course? Also, what handheld does Meg use? I love it. I use the Nathan Speed Draw. Just ordered another one because I tossed mine in Chicago. <laughs> Shoot, um, I need to order one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should have gotten one. Yeah, it's, for uh, New York. It's, I think it's 20 ounces, 20, 22 ounces, something like that. Can we yeah. get different color um, ones so that we don't mix match? No, because yeah. if you order any color other than the ugly blue and yellow one on Amazon, it's not the right size. Oh, good tip, man. So how, could, how, how yeah. could we differentiate between... Yeah. Just get a different bottle, dude. You're get, I, uh... I like what? the Amphipod 20-ounce one better. Here, here. So, uh, What happened to my Amphipod 20-ounce one? Did I throw that already? What did you guessing? do with it? I don't think it, you threw yeah. it. Dig around. I, I bet I think you I did. I don't, I don't see anything. In, we have like yeah. a bottled drawer. Yeah. And I don't see it. Yeah. Bummer. But. Wait, Megan, I t- before we answer uh, Tracy's question here, I told you about my water bottle that was black that I was using, the small one. No. Oh, this is the best. <laughs> I was Filthy. like... Filthy. I had like... I was like feeling really bad for a couple of days right after I did one of my runs with this bottle and like my stomach was all messed up and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, and I went to use it again and I was like, oh no, there's like some mold in here. And so I took a paper towel and I wiped the inside and the entire thing was black. And it was black so you couldn't tell. Yeah. And I, so I couldn't oh. see it. And it went through the dishwasher and it doesn't matter. It's still the mold yeah. stays in there. Yeah. And so I tried to use every type of cleaning thing you possibly vinegar could. baking soda nothing it's like the mold was like ingrained in there and it was mm-hmm. everywhere they'd established and a i head. probably used it like four times with it like that no wonder yeah. you were sick oh yeah that's disgusting so and also clean your why, water bottles <laughs> right and why we toss them like everybody's like yes just toss that water bottle same thing mine's yellow and the top i could see the mold starting because you can't mm-hmm. get into the top like right piece so i was like in berlin i was like this thing's gotta go like it's already starting to grow mold from being used for three months over the summer right. so right. yeah i was like ugh, i need to order a new one too 
Um, so that yeah, those are the handhelds that we carry. And then if you're choosing to use water on course or the Morton drink that was on course at Berlin and Morton gels and you need more sodium, then yeah, 100% I would recommend like the salt stick caps. The salt stick chews don't have much sodium. So if we really need sodium, figure out how to swallow those pills while you're drinking water or like we did carry an electrolyte drink, but Tracy's saying she doesn't want to do that. So the other option would be if you don't want to take salt pills, but you want to use water, would be to find a gel that's higher in sodium. So number second, like Thomas likes, um, is probably the next best option. Um, and dude, that I, yeah. I'll do a little commercial for them. Those are easy to get down. Like when we were just talking about how Meg has to take a breath to like when she's breathing hard. The consistency of the never second is more like a syrup, more like a lighter. It's like liquidy. Yeah, it's not as um, gel-like. So I find that's, that's I think, why, why I like them is mm-hmm. I can get them down fairly quickly. And You're saying salt tabs are just as effective as carrying a high-sodium beverage. Absolutely. I just think it's yeah. cumbersome to carry pills and take them. So that's why I choose Yeah, people put them carry. in a little baggie. Yeah, you find but some people put prefer them that. Your hands are yeah. all sweaty and you're trying to pull out a, yeah. a one tablet. And they stick. But if you prefer that than carrying like a yeah. heavy water bottle, I get it. Right. Everybody has their... We have so many options, right? Just because Megan and I yeah. do it one way doesn't mean everybody has to. You just got to do what works for you. And if taking a salt pill and water is easier, then let's just do it. All right. So Tracy, <laughs> just pack some salt pills and you're you're good to go there. Yep. I agree. All right. Um, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Thank you all, as always, for tuning in and listening and all of your lovely messages that you send us and coming and saying hi at these major marathons. We love to see you out there. We love to hear your PRs and amazing performances. So, yeah, keep sharing all that good stuff. And if you have a question that we have not answered, you can send us an email at fuelforthesoulpodcast at gmail.com. And peace and carrots. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. I hope you guys saw that. Did you see it? You guys are nuts. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we are. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, but that's because you don't want a big load of gel in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's true. (laughs) She's like, yes, this this is true. It's like swallowing your own spit. Oh, Oh, maybe. (laughs) Your faces were like. Ugh. Why? Why would you want to do that? Have you guys tried the suck it straw that has the, <laughs> as you drink, it mixes the sodium into your beverage? You better like TM that fast. Yeah. What did you say before peas and carrots? It was like a moan. Und peas and carrots. Mm. What's und? Und and and. Oh. And the peas and carrots. (laughs) (laughs) The change of accent is just, it's just.